Hello, welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different states who are excited to talk to each other and also to learn and grow alongside of each of you. My name is Megan. I'm Kristen. And I'm Lauren. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Um, So welcome to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. We're super excited to launch this entrepreneur series And our second guest is the one and only Stephanie Rose. She's been our family photographer since my engagement photos for, so like eight years ago. So, so grateful to know her. She is a wedding and portrait photographer based in North Texas, um, but she's also traveled all around the U.S. for weddings, including California, Colorado, Rhode Island, to name a few. And she photographed her first wedding 11 years ago when she was only 19 years old, and she's been working for herself ever since. She has photographed close to 300 weddings throughout her career, which is insane. That's a lot of photos, Stephanie. Yeah, Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. And then her work has also been featured in People Magazine, Architectural Digest, that's cool, and Brides of North Texas magazine. So we're so excited to talk to you. You feel like one of the family, so one of the sisters. Yeah, I feel that way too. (laughs) Good. Stephanie, I'm so excited you're here with us. We are missing Lauren, as we mentioned in our last episode. She is currently traveling to Texas. So it's it's just, yeah. Exciting. Everyone's coming back to the home of Texas. So, but Stephanie, why don't you kind of like tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, how you got started in photography, all the, you know, fun facts about you. Yeah. So I grew up in Burleson, Texas, the home of Kelly Clarkson. Yes. (laughs) And And Stephanie Rose. (laughs) And I, I was just always an artistic person growing up. I was always interested in painting and drawing and just the artsy side of life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, I was more, I'm more of like a right-brained person rather than left-brained, which is more like numbers and stuff. So yeah, I was just always a creative person. And when it came time to go into college, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do as a career. And I just fell in love with the work of this one photographer that was a local and her name was Stephanie Davis. She was like my mentor. And yeah, yeah, I I learned a lot from her. I kept like asking her questions and I was such a newbie. (laughs) And um, eventually she, I asked her if I could like photograph a wedding for her. And she had this big wedding down in Austin that had like a 600 guest count. And so I was one, I was like the third photographer. So usually there's like a second photographer, but for that wedding, she needed a third photographer. So that was the first wedding I got to photograph with her. Yeah, she just was my mentor and and helped me a lot. How (laughs) old were you? Yeah. I mean, I I think I was 19. Yeah. Okay. So like in college, is that when you like got into photography or was it something you were always interested in? At the end of high school, I, I was starting to dabble in photography. I had a really cheap camera at the time. Yeah, I I was like photographing random senior sessions and (laughs) like anything I could photograph. I was photographing my cat. And also uh, when when my grandparents heard about my interest in photography, my grandfather who back in the 60s, he was like a hobby photographer and he had kept all of his old film equipment 
him when he oh, cool. like, learned about my interest in photography, he gave me all of his old film equipment, which I still have to this day. And That's so, yeah, so cool. I could like kind of play with his old lenses and old cameras. And, and it was just like very helpful. Yeah. You know? yeah. And Must run in the family. Yeah, it, it does. And I, and I still, <laughs> um, I still photograph, I use one of his camera straps to this day. It's like this old leather uh, strap I wear. <laughs> I know. I know which one. I've always yes. loved it. Yes. It's so pretty. And, but but I, I only use that strap for like portrait sessions, engagement sh- sessions. For weddings, I use like this crazy double camera holster. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a lot yeah. of equipment. Yeah, there is a lot. I've always loved your style of photography. I remember how I found you. I was going to mention it. It was ironically, so the girl that you did her engagements, we are actually interviewing as well for the Entrepreneur Series, Katie Cummins. Yeah, because she has an interior design business. And I met, I didn't even really know her, but through a friend, she was like, I was looking for a photographer for my engagement photos. And then she sent me on Facebook a picture of the ones you did for Katie. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And you were still, yeah, you were still at UNT. And yeah, I'll never forget that. Just like meeting you. I loved your style from her photo shoot. It was just felt like romantic and I don't know, just like picturesque and beautiful. But how would you describe kind of your photography style? Yeah, I would just... I would describe it as happy, emotional, candid, a little dreamy. Um, I'm always keeping an eye out for capturing the right moment. You eventually learn to anticipate certain reactions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you always have to just kind of keep on edge and just really observe your surroundings and and the people, um, you know, like for weddings. I kind of like to be a fly on the wall. But then I'll, I'll come in to like help fix the bride's hair or dress, tell a bridesmaid to take off her ponytail off her wrist, open up the curtains to let in more light, things like that. But I do like to kind of capture the day as it naturally unfolds. Um, yeah. Just like with the documentary approach. Um, totally. Yeah. And also for editing, I like, I like to have kind of a filmy kind of edit style. Um, I don't want it to be like a trendy edit just to keep it more timeless, especially for weddings, I think is more important. Um, I remember at the beginning of my career, I did kind of do more trendy edits and Uh and looking back at it, it's really embarrassing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Only for you. I feel like everybody else wouldn't notice. I remember at at the time there was like the black and white image, but with like one thing in color. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Or like super slanted diagonal like compositions. And yeah. today I'm always like, got to fix the composition, got to make it straight. <laughs> that is so funny. That brings about a question of like, what, how did you transition from, so you were already photographing and that's awesome that you had, you know, that mentor in your life. I think that's huge um, to yeah. get that experience how did you transition from, you know, being in college, doing photography there, and then creating your business? What was that transition like? Yeah, so I just couldn't wait for college to be over with so that I could focus on my photography because it was just, it was kind of blowing up. What was really important, what was really important at the time was word of mouth and 
tagging clients on Facebook uh-huh. because that's just how people would find my work. And word of mouth, I think, is the, one of the most important things. For totally, yeah, it really um, is. And yeah, I just couldn't wait to to be done with college because I it was just a lot gro- um, a lot to deal with with um, projects, random projects, and and weddings. Yeah. Weddings are, are, they can be. So yeah. Did you, what was like the first thing? Did you, did you set up a website or did you strictly stick with like social media? Like how, what really started the Stephanie Rose brand? Yeah. I did set up a website and then I also kind of like looked around on Craigslist for, for people needing photographers. And and that was like one way to kind of get gigs at the time. I don't do that anymore, but (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Um, setting up a website is really important. And then eventually Instagram came into play. Yep. Yeah. So I had my business before there was Pinterest. Before, <laughs> yeah. Before all the wedding like inspiration on Pinterest and social media. So it, yeah, it, it's crazy how how far along it's come. And I love your yellow rose. Obviously, your last name is Rose. Yes. So the- <laughs> I've always wondered, is that your real last name? Because it's so cool. Yes, it is. And, uh, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I, I do get that question a lot. <laughs> the, other day, the other day I had a client that was like, oh, sorry, I just called you Stephanie. I, I meant to call you Stephanie Rose. Oh, oh, that's not my middle name. That's my last name. You can call me Stephanie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do love my last name. <laughs> it was yeah, meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think it, I guess, was there any pain points in, because I know when you were photographing in college, you were just like kind of getting the experience and it started to blow up. Did you find any pain points like once you launched the business and really kind of had to transition to a full-blown business and having, you know, different pricing, like adjusting your pricing? Did you find any issues or pain points that came through with that? Yeah. At the beginning, I think I was just, I wasn't charging as much as I should have. And that's what yeah. my my mentor photographer at the time told me. She's like, "Girl, you need to really bump up your prices because you're worth it." Um, yes, it's just that at the time I, ju- I was just so unsure if I was on that level, you know, to be able to charge those prices. Yeah, so I feel like the more weddings I was shooting, it was like, okay, I can bump it up a bit more this like every year. Yeah. But yeah, I think I, I, I was just shorting myself so much at, at the beginning, but I felt like I just needed more experience before I was able to charge the amount I do now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was it hard for your customers or was it like an easy, they just, you know, were like, oh yeah, we understand. Like, obviously, you know, you've grown this business, you have so much experience now, or was it more tough to explain? Uh, I was just curious what that yeah, was like. Yeah, it was a little tough to explain. But- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I remember even telling you like um you need to increase your pricing girl yeah. <laughs> you are worth it you yeah. are amazing if you haven't worked with Stephanie she's just you have this ability to I don't know you just make me especially and I'm sure I've heard this from other people like I just feel really good about myself when I'm around you and mm-hmm. I don't feel that way when I like look in the mirror but when you're photographing me I'm like um, amazing. Aww. Like, I don't know what it is. You just I have this it. ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, do you have little techniques to help people feel comfortable? Yeah. So 
I love bringing a little speaker and playing my feel-good music. I like to play a lot of oldies. Yeah, music in the background is always helpful. And I usually have like a playlist uh, for whatever I'm photographing. Like for an engagement session, I have my engagement playlist. Or for like a boudoir uh, session, I have my sexy, feel-good, empowering uh, boudoir playlist and things like that. I'm always giving positive feedback throughout and direction. It's not good to be silent behind the camera. <laughs> you, you, have yeah. to just in, you, you have to keep talking. I found that to be really important. Yeah, I feel like yeah. people get like nervous or uncomfortable, you know, I like with any cameras or any. So if you can keep them and, you know, silence always makes people uncomfortable. So I think that's really smart to keep them talking and, you know, excited and happy and smiling. So yes, yes. I like to yeah ask random questions about my clients throughout the shoots. And sometimes I'll have bring up little fun prompts for them to have fun with. Yeah. I forget you do boudoir photos. I should have done that before I had babies. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know about that, by the way. I did not know that was a thing until one of my good friends got married last October. When did that become like the thing to do? (laughs) I mean, it's been around for a while. I I honestly don't post the boudoir on my main Instagram because yeah. I just want to keep that separated from the families. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My like family photography just kind of I have it in my on a separate Instagram page. Oh, Ooh. okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. I need to yeah. see that page. What is that Instagram page? <laughs> it's called Rose Bloom Boudoir. Oh, oh cute. Wow. Okay. Well, I might be calling you up soon because I did not do that for my husband and he was very jealous. And so now I have to get in shape and we'll be I'll be calling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds good. I think it's been around since the beginning of time. Think of Titanic when it, she, he was yeah, painting Yeah, I guess her, it has. You know? I just didn't realize it was such a thing. I don't know how or why I missed that mark. But anywho. Yeah, um, yeah I, I've been doing that for 11 years. Wow. Um, it's, a, it's a great gift for, you know, for to give to your groom. Yeah. Uh, it's also just a great gift for yourself just to kind of, celebrate who you are and like so that years from now you can look back at yourself and be like oh yeah that was me I was so hot yeah (laughs) like when you're in your 80s and you're looking back at your boudoir book and yeah for sure yeah oh I definitely need to do it Megan you need to do it too who cares you had babies yeah yeah man (laughs) we gotta set that appointment up (laughs) yeah I'm always I'm always uh photographing and in like flattering poses and just keeping an eye out for things I think that you wouldn't, you know, want to focus on, you know? Yeah. Keep it flattering, good angles. Yes, you're good at that. I feel like you have a way of making me look better than I actually do. So that's really good somehow. Oh my gosh. Whatever, Megan. No, but I do. I've told Stephanie, I was like, okay, Steph, this is my good side. This is my bad side. I love it. So Stephanie, I did want to ask, what would you say like your biggest lesson or lessons that you've learned in building your photography business? Oh, there's so many lessons. (laughs) (laughs) If you could name like the biggest or one of the biggest ones. I guess to to not compare yourselves to other photographers. Yeah. It's, It's easy to like, to start to doubt yourself. Right. But you just got to ignore it and just keep posting and 
It reminds me of one of those memes, you know, like in the Olympians, like the ones who focus on their own journey and their own, those are the most successful. It's like, you can't keep looking over at what other people are doing. You kind of just have to stay focused on your, you know, what your business is and what you're going after. So I think that's really great advice. Yeah. Because there are so many photographers out there, right? So it's like, how do you different, you know, uh, what's that word? Different. I can't say that word. Differentiate. Yeah. (laughs) There you Uh, go. (laughs) There we go. Um, So what would you say, like, what makes you different as a photographer? I think it's your style. Yeah. 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 Um, My style is. It always reminded me of like Twilight. (laughs) Aww. Is that weird? I always like felt like, I don't know, because, you know, where it's just like dreamy and Twilight, it's almost like, ah, it's just gorgeous and glam. Romantic. It's just, your style. Yeah, your your style is just so romantic to me. Thank you. Yes, it is romantic. <laughs> yeah, I like to, to kind of make, capture life as it is, but also make it just feel more dreamy and yeah keep it artistic yeah yeah I feel like you've done a really great job and I don't know this is like the outside looking in um of just like staying true to yourself and keeping it about you are very naturally artistic I feel like you have like so many talents I mean you're like a really great singer as well and so (laughs) I feel like you've done a really great job of like keeping it about your style and not trying to be like anybody else. So if that's a lesson that you've learned, like you, you've always done that in my mind. And I think just watching you, you know, over the past eight years grow your business, you're just, I don't know, you're like light as a feather. You just kind of bring that energy when you're in a photo shoot that you need for like family and wedding. So I just think that's, at least from my point of view, like your biggest plus, and then that just brings the word of mouth that you're talking about. Like everybody that I have introduced you to, like I think they've introduced you to many people too because it's like, oh, I love working with her. Like she's yeah, amazing. That's so true. Yeah. How do you keep those kind of referrals going? Do you do anything for that or you just kind of let it happen naturally? I think it just happens naturally. That's um, awesome. And it, it's interesting seeing like the changes, like uh, how – now I'm getting more inquiries via Instagram. Like uh-huh. hashtagging's gotten very important these days. Yes. Yeah. Even like even Pinterest is a interesting way to get leads. Right. Yeah. yeah just so do you pay for like any type of advertising or do you just rely on don't. word you don't. That's no. awesome. I mean maybe five years ago, um, there was a time I I did advertise in the Brides of North Te- North Texas magazine, mm-hmm. but I. Well, it's almost like you don't have to because you've been yeah. featured in magazines. Um, yeah. What's your What do you think your like most favorite exciting feature has been thus far? I would I would say the People magazine was pretty exciting. Like, yeah, that doesn't normally happen. <laughs> awesome. And what was that for again? Was it for Brandy or? Yes, that was for Brandy Redman from. Housewives of Dallas. Yeah. Is for uh, Bruin. For his newborn newborn photos and so cool. Announcing that they've adopted. Yeah. That's so cool. I loved those photos too. 
Me too. It was a little nerve wracking because the film crew was there. Oh, and, wow. And, and they had to have all their lights on. Oh, gosh. Lighting is, it, it is the most important aspect to photography, I think. But artificial light was messing with my natural light. And so, and oh. I couldn't play my music that I like to play. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like quiet with, with all these film guys around and. Oh, that's awkward. Not your usual. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially with the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> and they still turned out amazing and in People Magazine. Love it. Yes. I was also curious, like, I feel like you've been a lot of places. What would you say has been your, like, favorite destination that you've photographed so far? I loved the Redwood Forest. That was incredible. That was, like, seeing those gigantic trees in person. Yeah, it it felt like it was just so much greater than me, you know, like these ancient trees are like cathedrals, like nature's cathedrals. Yeah, Um, it just felt very spiritual to me. And it was a really cool experience for that wedding. It was just it was like an elopement. And it was just real simple. It's just and we just met out by a beautiful tree and they got married and then we just explored around and oh wow that's also a good point have you with COVID like is that kind of what your business has turned into like how have you have you had to pivot a lot with your business are you still able to photograph with everything going on yeah I have been I haven't done any destination stuff though okay yeah um a lot of weddings have been postponed for next year yeah yeah I've I'm just so grateful to have really awesome clients to work with that we have been understanding of each other, you know? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I have heard of, of a bunch of horror stories in the photography industry. Really? Uh, with some some uh, intense clients. I've been pretty lucky with my clients. Like, I feel like I, I attract awesome clients. <laughs> have you ever, ever had to, like, fire a client? Like, can photographers fire, fire clients? Yes. yes. <laughs> Yes, I've heard of that happening. Really? I haven't really had to deal with that, but Oh good. Yeah, yeah, totally. And 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 usually that's that's better for the client because because um it's better for the client to work with a photographer that that understands their needs and vice versa. Like you just want to work with a photographer that that you love. And Yeah. Yeah. You want to be ex- excited to work with that photographer. Yeah, I think it's so cool that you literally, I feel like your job is your passion. And I think that's so amazing. And is it really all that it sounds like it it, to be? (laughs) I mean, it does seem like it's all glamour, but there is a lot happening behind the scenes. A lot of emails to be written, a lot of blogging, keeping up with your website, social media. It is a lot. Oh, doing your taxes, keeping up with expenses, bookkeeping. Yeah. Uh, archiving images. Oh, I have so many hard drives, like external hard drives. It's insane. Oh, man. <laughs> I can yeah. only imagine. I, I do like to keep all of my raw files. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, not every photographer keeps all of their files, but I like to keep all my files. Yeah. <laughs> so I have wow. 11 years worth of files on all kinds of hard drives. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you outsource or do you kind of wear all hats? I wear all the hats. I thought wow. about it, but I do wear all the hats. Wow. So 
because of that, I, I like to limit the amount of weddings I do per year. Um, How many do you do per year, would you say? I think, I think a good number for me is between 20 and 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot still. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And I, I also don't do like double wedding weekends anymore like I used to because weddings, it's a lot of time on your feet. It's like yes. eight yeah. hours on your feet, the only time you really get to sit down is at a reception um, when, to eat. So yeah, it's and it's a lot of heavy equipment. So yeah, right. it's, it's, a, it's a painful gig. It's a lot of squatting, yeah. uh, you know, squatting down to your camera bag and switching out a lens. It's a lot of getting in kind of weird angles with your back. Right. Um, and yeah. then it is a lot like, so when you're done photographing the wedding, it's a lot of sitting on your butt to edit. <laughs> yeah. Hours and death. hours of editing. Do you yeah. ever join forces with like other photographers or do you mainly just work on your own? Do you mean like second shooting? Yeah. Like if it's a huge wedding and it's just like, okay, I need, you know, do you ever bring on another photographer? or oh, yeah. like a- so, so for uh, when I shoot weddings, I usually have a second shooter. It depends on the package my client chooses. Okay. Um, I also don't mind doing the, the gig myself. I just feel I feel very comfortable, and I do feel like I provide enough images to make up for the lack of second shooter. So yeah, it just depends okay. on my yeah. clients. Usually, they they do want one, especially if it is for like a larger wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, although lately, I, I have been wanting to do more second shooting myself, just so that I can kind of shoot and just not have to do the editing. <laughs> yeah the editing seems like the most tedious part it is it's it's I mean the first step is importing the pictures and then you go through the thousands of photos and then you pick the best ones I think that's my least favorite part is choosing the pictures I want to keep the part that's fun yeah that would be so hard yeah the part that's fun is the editing it is like making the, the image look better than how it does straight out of the camera so that's the fun part. Gotcha. The, the part that's so time consuming, consuming. is the culling. We call it culling. So that you, where you choose Got it. Yeah. So interesting. Maybe you could get like an intern to do that part for you. Yeah, <laughs> there, there are actually cullers out there. That, that oh, do. wow. That would be cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was curious in like the photography world, like sometimes in my industry, I feel like it gets really competitive with each oh, yeah. other. Um, yeah. Is it like that with photographers or are y'all more like supportive? Like how is, does it feel like in that world? I think it depends where you're located. Really? Yeah. In North Texas, it has been more, not, not as competitive. It's been more like where we do help each other out. But, yeah. but I, have, I have a photographer friend in Oregon. She used to be in North Texas and she moved out to Oregon. She said it was a lot more competitive out there. Huh. Yeah, but I feel like us Texans are pretty kind to supporting each other. Yeah, Yeah, because I found the more I support other, you know, women or the more support I get and then the better we all are off. So it's like, you know, I just feel like if we all just support each other and love on each other's business, it's just going to help everyone, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. Totally. And and also, it's, it's always good to have, you know, if you're sick and you can't attend a wedding, it's always good to have somebody you can rely on to like be your backup and yeah. you can step in. And so, yeah, it's good to be supportive and 
help each other out. I love that. There's, there's a lot I of people that. out there to photograph and and it, yeah. it's, it's just good to be supportive. And Yeah, there's plenty to go around. Everybody <laughs> needs a photographer for something. Like, yeah, it's always going to be weddings. There's always going to be special moments to document. Exactly. Yeah. What would you, What's your favorite thing to photograph? You do weddings, yeah. boudoir, you do family. I think uh, photographing couples. Couples, yeah. 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 My favorite part of the wedding day is photographing the bride and groom together. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like that. One of the things, too, I forgot to bring up earlier is I found with a lot of photographers – like if you're doing family photos or something, they only let you pick, I've heard like a certain number of photos. And what I've always loved about you is you give like the whole (laughs) shebang, you give the whole disc. Have you found that is like a competitive advantage for you? Or do you feel like you're giving too much away? Like what, what's your thoughts on that? It's probably a bit of both, but I have become like a faster editor than I have been in the past. And there's, and then you could do a lot of batch editing. That's where you can edit a bunch of the photos with the same preset. Uh-huh. And and so that's like one way to quickly – sorry. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey, take a sip of water. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, batch editing. We can just do a lot of the same preset to like 20 images, whatever. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. What I wanted to ask too, what can clients do to like make it, your experience good? You know what I mean? Because I feel like yeah. I've never, I've never like something we don't normally think about. I think if they, they help discuss and brainstorm what they are envisioning for their session, like give me all the details. I want to know, like, like I want to know what, what you're wanting, what yeah. you're going to wear what kind of location that you want to photograph that. And it's good to brainstorm together. Although recently I have created like this questionnaire that I send to my clients before their shoot and they just fill it out. And that's been like a new thing that's been very helpful. Like in that questionnaire, I have a direction style. Give me an example. That's helpful. So yeah, it's like, what words speak to you most? Dreamy, classic, intimate, happy, romantic, whimsical, elegant, other. And they check off what they are interested in. And so what type of posing direction would y'all prefer? Choose as many as you wish. And so I have traditional, classic, candid, carefree, romantic, happy, goofy, and intimate slash slightly sensual. So not everybody wants the, the more sensual t- uh, type of photographs, you know? Right. I had a, I had a client recently who told me they didn't want any like PDA type stuff. They didn't want any kissing, which I photograph a lot of kissing. So it's good to just be flexible for each client and yeah, yeah. like setting up expectations from the get go. Yeah. So we did so for that client, we did a lot more hand holding, just walking and just kind of a gentle hug now and then. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, I think one of my biggest questions is like for people who are aspiring to be a photographer, since you are, you know, one of the best and so successful, we (laughs) wanted to know like what tips you would offer to some aspiring photographers. Yeah. So I think expect not to make a profit for a while. 
A majority, <laughs> yeah, a majority of your earnings are going to go towards new equipment, more lenses, backup cameras. Like I, I always bring four cameras to a wedding. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, equipment, software, hardware, it's all very expensive and will be a continual business expense. So expect all these expenses that comes along with it. it I think it would take a, a couple of years to even see a profit. Um, Interesting. Like when I, so when I was starting out, I was starting real small and humble. And just, I think my first camera, my first DSLR, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I think that was like 500 bucks. And wow. I shot with that. Yeah, yeah, I shot with that for a while. The upgrade, I think, was about 1500 And then the, up- wow. the next upgrade was about $3,000. And that's just for the, the camera body. That's not including lenses. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, start <laughs> simple, affordable, focus on just bettering what you already have and then upgrade once you really improve your skills. Yeah. Um, practice, practice, practice. Learn to shoot in manual mode. So I think at the beginning, yeah, I, I shot an automatic where my camera chooses all the settings for me. But once you learn to shoot manually, then you can really be in control of your light, you know, of how yeah. the images are being produced. Yeah, lighting is one of the most important aspects to photography. I think more so than than your background. Lighting is where it's at. Like when I'm scheduling my sessions, I'm always take, uh, looking at the sunset calendar. And I usually book my sessions about two hours before the official sunset time. Oh, okay. But when you're shooting indoors, you want to shoot midday so that you have a lot of natural light coming in inside the house yeah that makes sense attend workshops attend classes even after doing this 11 years I'm still learning and growing and there's always something to learn yeah it's like you never can master you're always learning your craft would you suggest like with photographers starting out like for instance when I started out in my career I, you know, joined forces with someone who had been in the industry, you know, 10 plus years to kind of learn from. Is that something you would suggest as a new photographer, like maybe working or interning with someone who's been in so you can kind of really learn the ropes? um, I was just curious if that's something that would be super helpful. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't be afraid to reach out to somebody who inspires you and, and ask them questions and hopefully they're kind enough to to you know to let you yeah. in like yeah, for I me that. I love it when when uh in, aspiring photographers reach out to me and I don't mind helping them at all because that's how I started yeah it's like yeah I don't mind helping I love helping I love that yeah when I you love, love something it's like you want to talk about it you know yeah. and be like yeah this is how I did it <laughs> yes and even though Thanks. even though this is something that I love doing it even with something you love it's easy to get burnout so take oh, breaks. So yeah. usually I like to take a break in August. You know, usually that's the hottest time of the year for Texans. Um, so that's when I kind of slow things down and just mm-hmm. kind of recoup, make sure I'm totally caught up with all of my editing and just kind of take a break and step away from the camera, you know? 
Right. Yeah. Just focus on other things. So yeah, it's always good to kind of take breaks. And that and that's a blessing with being able to work for yourself. Yeah. Is getting to like choose when to work and yeah. I've always said it's a blessing and a curse to work for yourself because it's oh, yeah. like you want to fully unplug, but you feel like you can't, you know? Yeah. yeah. I do wish that I had like coworkers, you know? I, I miss that. <laughs> I know. For myself. Um, well. oh, but um, yeah, it is good to have that, that to be in the community of, of your industry. So, like right. uh, a couple of years ago, there's me and like nine other photographer ladies. And we just kind of like created our own little group on Facebook and we would um, go out for breakfast, go out for lunch and just kind of talk and talk about photography and talk about some crazy experiences. And, <laughs> and That's such a good yeah. idea. It's kind of like your pseudo coworkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. And, and we would, um, we would even rent like a natural light studio and go sh- photograph each other just photograph for fun photograph for ourselves you know yeah so, so that, that I was something that. that was fun to do I, I mean that. it's been a while since we've done that because everybody has babies <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah except for me not yet I, I have my, <laughs> my chickens <laughs> yes I was gonna ask you about your chickens oh, yeah. I had it on my list oh, yeah. I was like how are your baby chickens they're not babies no they're um they're <laughs> They're all laying eggs now, except for one. Aww. I have one who she might be laying in the bushes somewhere, but but yeah, they're all like getting to lay eggs now. They're always fun to watch. They're so the best. cute. I feel like you're if anyone were to have chickens, it'd be you, Stephanie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I, I've had them, I think for well, I have I've had the old girls for like six years now. And then wow. the younger, the younger girls, I got them at the beginning of the pandemic because we were like, well, you know, that was when there was an egg shortage. Yeah. yeah. We, we want to make sure we have eggs. And so we got four more baby chicks and I guess now they're like six months old. Crazy. Aww. And that's they're around so the cute. I love watching your, like, Oh, okay. The when they're six months old. Yeah. It's about five to six months old. Yeah, no, I was just saying, I love watching your chicken videos. They're so cute. Like I never knew. I guess I haven't really been around chickens and I'm watching your videos. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're like seriously like little cats or something, <laughs> like right. little pets in your backyard. Oh gosh, they are. Yeah, they're funny. That's so they're cute. Really funny. And I, I can answer all your chicken questions as well. Well, it's so funny you say that because this morning <laughs> Michael and I were having breakfast and we're like, wait, do we eat roosters or just chickens? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I, I think – it is mostly young chickens. chickens. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're really young. Like the chickens that we eat are very young. Oh, wow. They're like a, a, they're probably like a month or two old. Like, oh. So the older the chicken gets, you don't want to eat an old chicken. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, I, so when my chickens die, I'm definitely not going to eat them. They're my pets, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Another random question I get how do they still like, lay eggs if there's no rooster <laughs> yeah which it's like well they're still producing eggs like how well we're just producing how, eggs yes, <laughs> how we produce eggs <laughs> they just produce an egg every day they're just not going to be fertilized right but, yeah so there's no chance for a baby chick oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. well i feel like we could talk about chickens and 
photos yes. <laughs> all day long. Yes. Well, Stephanie, I don't, as you know, I think you know, we like to always end our episodes with a challenge. And we always, if we have a guest, we like them to kind of assign that to us. So we wanted to see if you would like to do that for us today. Oh, yeah. So something I've been doing lately for the past couple of months is the first thing I do after waking up is just put on my shoes and go outside and take a nice little walk in the neighborhood. It's like a nice uh, morning meditation. It's just, it feels a lot healthier to do than to just look at your phone first thing in the morning. Yeah. Just get outside and breathe in the fresh air and observe your neighborhood and just take a a nice little walk. Yeah. Yeah, I think take a walk. Enjoy the scenery. (laughs) Yes. And and, uh, it's just a good way to kind of clear your mind and get ready for the day. It's also good, like, coffee replacement. Yes. Um, It helps energize you for the rest of your day if you just get those morning steps in. And also look up the benefits of walking. It'll really inspire you. Oh, cool. It's one of the the healthiest things you can do. Oh, I love that. Sweet. My mom will love that. She loves walking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love to walk too. I've been walking Joe to school. Oh, very cool. In the mornings, which has been really fun. Uh, we don't walk every day if we're running late, yeah, but yeah. we walked this morning and I don't know, it just, it definitely, it not only wakes me up, yeah. but it just makes for a good day when I like just go sh- start yeah. walking. Yeah. Then. I'm actually <laughs> excited about this challenge because we finally, we have fall weather. So like, I'm, yes. like, I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Stephanie, well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been so fun. Um, Megan, yeah. want to take us out. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Thank you for doing this with us. We love you. (laughs) Tell everybody where they can find you real quick. Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram at Stephanie Rose photo. And you can check out my website at stephanierosephotography.com. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, Stephanie. Hopefully I'll be seeing you soon for some fall photos in November. (laughs) All right. Well, have a great week. Thank you. All right, you too. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.